Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch Roswell, New Mexico, Tuesdays at 9, 8 central or anytime on the free CW app. You know what was so delightful about our trip to Los Angeles? I mean, aside from the rain. The weather. Terrible weather. <laughs> no. What I'm trying to say to you is, so we flew here and we had to get up early, get on the plane. Obviously, plane moments are like, you want to be comfortable. You want to be... Then you like, you know, we didn't really have a t- lot of time after the plane before our first meeting. So it was like, I didn't really realize this, but it was so nice. I was wearing my Outdoor Voices leggings, which are very, very comfortable, but then they're also like weirdly somewhat sleek. So then we, then we showed up to our first meeting or whatever, and I didn't feel that terrible that I couldn't change. Like I felt a little, I was like a little bit like... You were in your airplane clothes and your meeting clothes, and they were the yeah. same clothes. Yeah. And I was like, well, we're in Los Angeles. Like leggings are even cooler here than they are in New York. And also I was just like really comfortable and confident in my outdoor voices leggings they Mm -hmm. weren't like normal leggings they were cool leggings yeah they were cool outdoor voices believes that harder faster stronger is not necessarily better so they design gear for doing things being active having fun having meetings that was all three of those things we did things we had fun and we had meetings and we were active available for both men and women outdoor voices is clothing made to sweat in whether you're hoping to add versatile pieces to your wardrobe like i did or for an activity specific collection like running shorts outdoor voices has gear for everything they also offer free shipping and hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied and their clothing engineered for performance and designed for having fun with a fabric offered for every single type of activity yeah for 20 percent off your first order of a hundred dollars or more visit outdoorvoices.com who and enter who that's 20 percent off your first order of a hundred dollars or more outdoorvoices.com who and you enter the code who you will drive Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And it's very late for us. 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. In New York, but right now we're in Los Angeles. We're recording so this it's in Los Angeles. 10 o'clock. Which is, I'm kind of in a haze. 11 um, o'clock. It's late. You're in a haze? I'm in, well, we're in, we're in a haze. We're in a time zone haze. Well, it's also raining in Los Angeles. It's so raining it's in Los Angeles. It's hideous insane. here. There's no sun. There's no sun to soak up. I was told there was sun to soak up. <laughs> what is it? Tuesday night, Tuesday, radio, Tuesday night, midnight music. What's her, what's that album called? Yeah. I'm delusional. Yeah, what it's is called it? that. It's that's, Tuesday night. It's called radio. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like a lot of pressure because usually I record the podcast like, Cheryl you know, without Crow. pants on or whatever. And now I have to like wear clothes because we're Tuesday night here. music club. Oh my Who God. Who cares? Also, that's not even on that album. Uh, we're in L.A., um, why not? Why not be in LA, really? Well, we're going to be here for the shows. Plug, plug, plug. We're going on tour. So we're going to be in San Francisco, LA, Portland, Seattle, Denver. Buy hey, tickets. Hey, Buy Denver. tickets in Denver. Buy tickets but in Portland. But that's not till two weeks from now. Yeah. So we're here a little bit early for other reasons. But we'll be out. back in a few weeks because we love Los Angeles so much. And if it's not sunny when I come back here, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> it's wild I've given this city two and a half years of my life at this point. Everyone's like, oh, I'm sorry. You came at the wrong time. It's raining. It's raining. I know. It hasn't stopped raining. If I were in rain, I'd stay in New York. I know. Um... So let's talk about our flights because I like flight banter. I like <sighs> airplane chat. Well, we had a lot of drama. We had a little drama. My drama. <laughs> no, it was like, it was, I like the window. Bobby likes the aisle. We were sitting separately. 
I was sitting in the back and I realized, you know, when you, you know when you have that like realize where you're like, I have the full row. I have the full row. I'm the only I have the one full who's row. Gonna be in this row. I have the full row. And you're like, you know, everyone's walking by. It's like the Hunger Games. They're like, will you choose me? Is, is this my row? Is, are you going to sit in my row? You try and like act like it's like there's someone else sitting here, even though mm-hmm. you know that's not going to how it works because it's not first come, mm-hmm. first serve. And I'm text Bobby and I'm like, I think I have the full row. You should move back here and I was sit like, in the Come aisle. Sit back in the here. aisle, then we'll have the scene between us. It'll be so luxurious. And he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna do it." And so I like put on my charm. I talk to the flight attendant, and I'm like, "Hi, um, hey, um, hey, my friend's in the back, and like she's in the window, and I'm in the aisle, and like I was wondering if I could sit next to her. No one's there." And he was like, "Oh," and he has a little iPad with all the seat assignments, and he's like, "Is your friend Weber?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, her row's empty. You can take it." And I was like, "Oh, thank you so much." And so I grab my backpack. I walk to the back. Sure enough, there's some asshole, dirtbag, piece of shit, motherfucker. I'm so mad at him. I hate him so much. Well, it was much. terrible because it was like some, literally at the exact same moment, some, some other- guy was like, oh, can my friend sit behind me? So there were two behind, stu- behind me, behind me. So in my row, in my row. Can my friend sit behind Behind me. me. Behind Why me. Why does that help anyone to sit behind? I don't know. And I was like, are you guys going to talk like into his, into his ear? Come to find out after the six hour flight. They didn't talk, no. and he didn't even sit in that chair the whole time. No, because I kept glaring. I was just like, "You guys having conversation? Uh, I see. Want to see you talking? Using this seat? You got? You took this seat? You're gonna use this seat? God. It was a. It was, was stressful. So and them. then Bobby, you know, he was at the marketplace for a while. <laughs> shopping the marketplace. And I guys know about JetBlue. They're not a sponsor. They have this thing called the marketplace. You can just go pick up your own terror chips. He, just go he got stressed chips. out. He threw away his dongle by accident. Then so he had to eat two bags of dong- of terror chips. <laughs> It, it's really funny, like, the way that everyone, it's so stupid that we're talking about airplanes, but. Well. <laughs> airline travel, like, the thing it's about relatable. airline travel. It's relatable. It's so relatable because everyone's like, yeah. The thing about everyone's airline like, travel that will never Window not, seat? Yeah. Aisle seat? Yeah. The thing about airline travel that w- will always kill me is just, like, the way everyone is treated like a six-year-old. Every type of person is treated like a six-year-old, and they're just like, whatever. Because you're, like, dirty, you're gross, yeah. you can't do anything, yeah. and there's old people being like, snacks? Snacks? Yeah. Snacks? Yeah. Can I take your trash? Yeah, because anything can, can, be, anything can be solved on an airplane with snacks. It's, it's like, oh, you miserable, like, snacks? It's like, you get your it's, I'm sorry, no amount of terror chips is going to solve this problem for me. It's literally like a parent being, like, throwing a pile yeah. of DVDs yeah. at a baby Give and, me an then, iPad. and some snacks and being like, yeah. okay. What did you watch? I watched The Fugitive because it's one of my favorite movies to watch on a plane, and uh-huh. it usually is on the plane. It's, like, great plane movies. Fugitive. You've got mail. You've got mail. Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, League of Their We've own. had this conversation. We've had this conversation. Uh-huh. And sure enough, they had The Fugitive, so I watched The Fugitive, and then I, which I've seen a million times. Then I watched... The Old Man and the Gun, which I'd never seen and it came out last year. Okay. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. No interest in that. Sissy Spacek. Incredible. Amazing. Like, Sissy Spacek in that movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you watch? I watched Juliet Naked. I thought you watched Venom. Well, I watched 20 minutes of Venom and I said, wow, this is so boring. It was honestly so boring. It was so boring. You it was so... You sent me a picture so... of Michelle Williams' wig. Michelle Williams, the actress. Michelle Williams' that wig, wig. That wig. Worse than um, Julia Roberts in Homecoming. Julia Roberts in Homecoming looks like... My hair compared to what I saw in did Venom. She use her, did she use her Greatest Showman wig? It looked kind of like her Greatest Showman wig. It was a little bit longer and more like dowdy. Oh. What is her role in it? She's like the girlfriend. Oh, she's the I girlfriend. I only got 30 minutes in or 20 minutes in. I don't know. Oh, that's right. But she's like, honey... It was boring. I turned it off. And I was telling Bobby to watch Juliet Naked because I'd seen it before. No, I, I know like, I like it's it. It's good. I want to watch it. And I then it I was like, I like it. I'm going to watch it. So I watched it again. And honestly, it got better with time. 
It's a very, very sweet and very, very well-written movie. Okay, the other thing I want to talk about just quickly is the Oh, your sling. sling. <laughs> this is the real reason that we spent six minutes talking about airlines, because Lindsay has a recommendation for all of you. Well, you know, I'm like, if I seem to see something on The Strategist, I'm going to buy it. It's like mm-hmm. pretty much 100%. I'm a real sucker. I know I write for The Strategist, so I should know by now that it's like people like me are the ones recommending, so I really shouldn't take recommendations from people like me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but I saw this thing. I was like, you got to buy this sling. I'm like, what is it? Basically, also Susan Orlean, Susan Orlean loves the sling. It. She loves the sling. So the sling is this thing that, that kind of wraps around the tray table and hangs and you put your feet in it. And so it's like, you can put your feet up, which is great. Cause like when you're on a plane, your feet, the blood rushes, it's like too much. Like it, your whole body is a mess. So anything you can do to like alleviate your body stress, I think is like a win. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you can't be carrying around all these things. You got your pillow, you got your, it's like, how many things can a person carry on? TSA agent got mad at Lindsay for carrying too many things. Okay, relax. I had gifts with me, so it wasn't the (laughs) the sling's fault. So I was like, I got to buy this. I bought this sling. I think it was like four in the morning. I was in some like crazy shopping haze. I had to buy something. So I bought the sling. Mind you, it's like $10 on Amazon. It's fine. So I buy the sling and I'm like telling Bobby, I'm really excited to try out the sling. It's so stupid. It's going to be so stupid. I hate it. I can't believe I have it. I do the sling. You love the sling. Can you? I'm sorry. Okay. I, I'm like our makeshift like sound studio. Yeah, okay. whatever. So I try the sling. It's unbelievable. You love the sling. I Now it sucks because I cannot go anywhere without it. I'm going to let you use the sling on the way back a little bit so you can see, so you can see what it's like. Really? Yeah. Is it, weird? Is it like humiliating to like strap on to the thing? No. Well, first of all, there's no one sitting like next to like, me as you remember. You're just like... Yeah, no one noticed. You just kind of like, you just gracefully like hang it over. Like People might look over and be <laughs> like, like... a cough, like... <laughs> no, people might be like, mm, excuse me, what What's is that? Doing? And you're like, oh, Did my sling. I guess no one was there. There was no one sitting next to me who was going to ask me. Well, there was me. a guy. I hate that guy. Well, I kept giving him mean looks. I don't Dirt think bag. he ever wanted to talk to me. I was just like, can you move so I can go to the marketplace? Anyways, how long have we talked about playing so dull? Oh, I hate that guy so much. I'm so mad at him. Let's get into some comments before we get into the questions per usual. Here's a quick one. Hi, Weekly. I am watching an episode of Workaholics, and there is an episode that has Nina Dobrev on it, and I saw her face, and my brain said, hey, that's Nina Dobrev, and I am terrible at recognizing celebrities. Um, so I think that that's all a credit to you guys. Thank you so much for making sure that when I see Nina Dobrev's face, I know who she is. The best kind of compliment. You're welcome. Now you know who Nina Dobrev is. We've po- officially poisoned you, My beyond. Work here, it's like It's like now Mary Poppins can float away. She's like, My work here is done. <laughs> Me and Bobby like grab Open's our umbrella. umbrellas and like float Blind away into the away. distance. No, honestly, no. I think that's the villain in Bird Box. When they don't have their blindfold on. Oh, wait, you saw... They're recognizing So she recognized Lena... You, when you take the blindfold off, you recognize who Nina Dobrev is? Yeah, and then you're like... Aah! And everyone's like, take your blindfold off. <laughs> take it's your so, blindfold off. It's so beautiful out here. You'll see <laughs> Nina Dobrev for the first time. You'll know who. Clearly. <laughs> you look, and it's like, when you open up, when you when Sandra Bullock takes off, when Sandra Bullock yes, takes off yes. her children's blindfolds, yeah. They're like, they know exactly who Alexandra Daddario is. And they're like, oh, mommy. It's mommy, Alexandra no. Daddario. She's like, don't look. I can describe her in detail. Okay. All right. Relax. Um, next one. Who's <laughs> the next one? Oh, this is a nightmare. In Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump is supposed to be named after Nathan Bedford Forrest, who was the literal founder of the literal clan. Tom Hardy just basically named his kids like Hitler Hardy because 
It was a character in a movie. This is so bizarre. Bye. Yikes. Yikes, 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 No, that's a nightmare. Play the next call, please. I can't even. Looks like, you know, we joked about naming someone Mama Gump, but it's a better idea. I had to pause the Emma Chamberlain episode because I thought at first maybe I misheard, but then you did it a second time. Josh Charles. (laughs) It's James. It's James Charles. Wow. All right, I'm sure you'll get a million calls about this. So I'm sorry in advance. Good form, Bellator, and love you. We did it again. We did it again. I really do not mean to be harassing and shading Josh Charles at every turn, but I just don't really know who he is. And James Charles, whatever. We've talked about him before, too, but, like, I don't really know who he is either. I was always on the Josh Charles Who bandwagon. You were the one who was like, he's a them. Are you sure? Yes, I was the Who bandwagon. Are you sure? You were the them bandwagon. Are you sure? I don't know anymore. Can you actually. rewind the tape here? I could be wrong. Let me rewind the tape so here. Wrong. I mean, I'll eat my words as I have previously. You'll eat crow. I say he's a Who. I don't think I say so. he's a Who. I say he's a who because he is so, he's in a lot of things. And if you are a Good Wife fan, of course you know who he is. But he's sort of, he's so generic and he doesn't really have much of a a celebrity presence outside of his act. He's known as a a good actor. I disagree. No. I'll eat crow like Wendy Williams once did. Remember when she ate crow? Last season on the show, I made a bet that Kim and Kanye's marriage wouldn't last longer than 72 days. And I told you, if it did, I'd eat crow. That's an expression we use. That's not really something we're supposed to do. (laughs) But I lost the bet, so here to cook up some crow is gourmet chef Kevin Burrows. What oh, is up? I miss we her. haven't talked. This isn't on the. This isn't on the, the agenda. Well, I knew what is dark. up with Wendy Williams's show right now? It's... Wendy Williams is like MIA for like God knows personal and or medical reasons. Let's not even get into it. The point is, just you can Google it. It's in the Daily Mail what they think happened with her. It's really dark. But the thing is, Wendy Williams is like a trooper. If anything, Wendy Williams shows up to work. Oh, Wendy she Williams, shows up. Wendy Williams could have norovirus and the plague and like both types of flu, and like she will be there. When it isn't there, which is weird. It's unprecedented for her show. So they have, in her place, they have a panel of four people. It's just anyone who's available. It's like I mean, we were. Cantone, I mean, we weren't called, but anyone. Mario Cantone. Two people I don't know. I don't know them. And then that one comedian whose name I forgot. Like two people I vaguely knew. Uh-huh. One of whom is Mario Cantone, so I know him okay. I know, I know who he is. The other two women, no idea who Mario Cantone is from Sex and City. Yes. Um, yeah, when it's it's not and it's great. Terrible. It's terrible, and I've only great. seen the one clip, and I that was enough for me to know. It hot was topics terrible. are very specific. You can't stray from the hot topics. Whatever. Okay, why are we talking about Wendy? Because it's actually I'm not even sure. Oh, she ate crow. Because she ate crow. Right. So Josh Charles, I don't know. Whatever. Josh Charles, them. Josh Charles, who? James Charles, definitely who? They're two different people. One is for teens, and one's for adults. It's fine. Mm. It's great. One is a teen, and one is an adult. Um, I recently. Rewatched the uh, video of James Charles apologizing to Finn Wolfhard for talking during it. Yeah, it's great. And it's I one of for- the best. And I had forgotten uh, this really great line. So yeah. I'm currently in an Uber, but I wanted to quickly make a video addressing this drama because this is getting in the- this is getting way out of hand and ridiculous. And I just wanted to clarify things so we could be put to rest. But then this one was great. 
whenever he finally decides to compliment it when mm-hmm. he's mad. Mm-hmm. The movie, if I'm being honest, was not awful at all. It was a fantastically made movie. The acting was great. The cinematography was absolutely <laughs> We've read beautiful. this out loud before, right? The plot development was great. The stop, character development stop, was great. Stop. When a big movie like that is going to be released to the public eye and millions of people are going to watch it, people are going to have opinions on it. That's just how the world works. James Charles who, but apology them. The movie, if I'm being honest, was not awful at all. It was a fantastically made movie. The acting was great. The cinematography was absolutely beautiful. The plot development was great. The character development was absolutely great. I personally was disappointed in the movie because I had not seen the original or read the novel, and based on the trailers and the previews, I was expecting it to be a very, very scary movie. It looked like there was going to be a lot of jump scares and a lot of really, really scary scenes, and those are the type of movies that I love. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, first time, long time. So on the last episode, you guys were wondering why Molly Sims was at the Golden Globes. And this is a question that has tormented me for years because, believe it or not, Molly Sims attends every single awards ceremony. So like the Oscars, the Emmys, the Golden Globes, the SAGs. And I know this because I used to work for an entertainment website. And when I'd be compiling Red Carpet roundups, there was always, without fail, a photo of Molly Sims. And for ages, I was like, who is inviting Molly Sims to all these fancy soirees, like how is she still as relevant? And I obviously forgot about it. And then last week I saw her at the Golden Globes and I was like, enough is enough. I need to get to the bottom of this. So I did approximately 30 seconds of research. And what I discovered was that the reason Molly Sims attends all of these award ceremonies is because she's married to one of the most powerful men in Hollywood. Um, her husband, Scott Stuber, is the head of the film division at Netflix um, and was a former like head honcho at Universal too. So there you go. Kind of an obvious explanation, but uh, kind of unexpected. Um, I'm also I'm just really happy that Molly gets to go to all these parties. So that's all. Good form, Bella Thorne. Thank you so much for this information. I literally could have Googled it. It would have been one Google away. I love when you know something is one Google away that you just didn't do. And you're like, someone's gonna call. Because I could have written Molly Sims. Why was she at the Golden Globes? Into my browser, and it would have been like her husband, like is Scott is Scott Super head of original programming at Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Yes, so original the, films. Original films. So that's why uh, Molly Sims is at every award show. It. Because Scott is at every I feel so much better now that I know this. I can finally sleep. Mm -hmm. She'll finally get rest tonight. Yeah. That she knows why Molly Sims is at every award show. No, I really do appreciate it. I love it. Do you know how they met? Uh, Was she in an original Netflix film? She wasn't. (laughs) How? Um, How? No, but I can tell you, her road to finding Happily Ever After wasn't an easy ride. Wait, that... She wrote a blog about how how she met Scott. I'm actually not going to read it. Okay. Let's see. Is it interesting? let's see. Is it like they... I mean, Molly Sims, if you don't remember who she is, she was a model. And she did a lot of hosting mm-hmm. for MTV and VH1 or whatever, right? She did a lot of, like, fashion, fashion. I wish I could Google, but I don't want to. Again, once again. <laughs> once again. But she did a lot of hosting. Honestly, I don't even know why I thought I would get something interesting out of this blog post. It's just like, oh, we're both in Hollywood and we're both, like, hot. And, like, <laughs> he's rich and, like, whatever. Like, the God, story is, is just like. Me- is that how you No, but the story is just like, we were at a party, we knew each other, and then he emailed me after a yeah. while. Like, that's all it was. We both became single. And they're so rich. This is so yeah, dull. Yeah, he's pretty rich. This is so dull. Okay, great. So happy for the happy couple. See them at oh. every award show. Now you know why Molly Sims is there. And you can tell your friends and family. So we were eating lunch with two very close friends of ours this afternoon, and I whipped out my Purell singles and like 
showed them off to the world and people literally gasped. Okay, here's the thing. They gasped. I kind I've been of, talking about this on the podcast for weeks and months. I didn't understand, and maybe this is because I've been letting you kind of drive these ads. These Purell singles are not just like your normal like wipe. Like you're not just pulling out a wipe. They snap in half. You don't even have to rip. There's not two pieces. It's one piece. It snaps in half and squeezes itself into your hand. Yeah, it's this great. This is not only a revolutionary what did Steven product. Say? Steven it, was like, packaging. this technology. Pac- yeah, it is technology. Technology is great. The techno- it's technology. Purell is it's a technology, technology company. And now we have to get into the meat of this ad, which is the following. These new single-use packets are super portable, super convenient, and they kill more than 99.99% of the most common germs that can make you sick. Purell is the brand that hospitals trust most to keep patients safe from infection, and the same germ-fighting formula that doctors use goes into every Purell singles pack. Grab a handful to keep in the car, throw a few in your pocket, or your purse, or your bag, or your backpack before you leave home, then show them off to all your friends. They will love them. They're individually sealed, so there's no mess. And each packet has the exact amount of sanitizer recommended for the CDC. And who knows more about cold and flu season than the CDC? I don't. Lindsay doesn't. So make a resolution to fight illness-causing germs this year by stocking up on new Purell Singles hand sanitizer packs. Yes, that's the one. The ones with the amazing technology that all your friends will, like, fawn over on Amazon. Buy them on Amazon. Nobody wants to get sick. So stay well with America's number one hand sanitizer brand. things as an adult there are like lots of things that you're like oh I'm a grown-up here's the things that I should do you know um what are adult things that you have to do that you that you learn as you get older negotiation skills that's one of them negotiation skills paying your taxes paying your okay paying your taxes is a great one yeah one of the things that people tell you to do that you no one ever teaches you is investing right I know some people are like naturally good at it but I would say that I am not and so once you kind of amass enough money where it would make sense to like invest a little bit of something you need somewhere to put it right it's not as easy you're like how do I do it there are just fences keeping you from doing this with ease right and nothing Mm. makes sense you're like what I could have invested in Apple years ago like I knew it was big I had a fucking iPad in like 2007 (laughs) am I allowed to say fuck whatever maybe yeah Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy stocks ETFs options and cryptos all commissioned for I hate commissions that's the worst it's like when you're trying to trade you're just learning you're just trying to figure this out Mm -hmm. and you're caught you're you're charged commissions how am I supposed to learn this they strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just rich people. They're not intimidating, and you can figure out how to use the stock market if you're a newcomer and invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple, intuitive, with a clear design, and data presented in an easy-to-digest. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Oh, oh my God. All your profits. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks, track favorite companies with personalized news feed, mm. and custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Yeah. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple or Ford or Sprint, you've heard of those, oh, yeah, yeah. to help Big you ones. build your portfolio. Sign up at whoweekly.robinhood.com. That's whoweekly.robinhood.com. I love it. Hi. So you guys are going to finally talk about Caroline Calloway, huh? You, she, She's got to be talked about, I think, at this point, right? Uh, to paraphrase the immortal words of uh, Golden Globe winner Glenn Close. She won't be ignored, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, anyway, seriously, you should talk about what all this happened. But if you're going to do it, I recommend um, reading Kaylee Donaldson's piece first. Don't just read the BuzzFeed article. It 
missed a lot. So that's my advice. Hope you talk about her on Friday. Love you. Bye. So, okay, here's the deal. We've talked about this before. Bobby cut it out because it was boring. Here's why it was boring, right? Caroline Calloway made the news this week because of a viral thread of tweets uh, tweeted by a hooligan. I forget her name. Can you please look it up? Mm-hmm. She um, was talking about, she was taking screenshots of this girl. This girl is an Instagram influencer. Instagram influencer. She does this she thing where like she- She would like to call herself one of the original She doesn't Instagram post on the grid. She only posts in stories and she writes these like long captions. That's her thing. That's not what this is about. This is about this girl. She started uh, saying that she was hosting this like creativity series in real life. You paid $160, which to be honest, I know everyone was like, Kaylee Donaldson, she was a tweeter. So I I will say $160 is not a little amount of money, but have you guys like ever seen what people charge for day day long conferences that don't give you food, that don't give you anything like People charge a lot more. Not that I don't think this thing was not thought through and not planned out and not anything. Obviously, this girl like was in way over her head and is usually like a scammer of that nature um, or just kind of like caught up in her own like ego flame. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was really funny because why it the way that it devolved, devolved, dissolved, devolved, both. Devolved. Yeah, both. Um, Was so, so, so funny. Like she she was like, I'm coming to Boston. I'm coming to D.C. I'm coming to New York. I'm doing this thing. Like sign up for this money. I'm putting like together um, packages. Like I ordered 150 mason jars. And then the mason jars came and she was like, what the fuck? Like, because like (laughs) think of the the heaviest thing that you could. I mean, we've been buying merch for the show and it's like. If we, if what if we were like, let's buy like vases or something and like sell, it's like, that's an idiotic thing because you got to schlep it all over where you go. So Mm -hmm. she bought these heavy glass mason jars. She was like, we're going to do, we're going to put flowers on our, in our hair, crown flowers. I don't know. This one is a mess. Orchid crowns. And we're, and I'm also going to make you salads. (laughs) Again, I don't know why these were the specific things that she decided to give out or do. It's like, there are so many things that you can like personalize and make. Coffee with oat milk. But what about like special reading materials or like mm-hmm. things that are easier for you to create. No, this is mason jar, flower crown, uh, uh, what else? Coffee Oat milk, milk and salad. Salads. So then what ends up happening is that she ends up hiring, hiring, well, she's the not paying is, them. The, what? The, the, I mean, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back to you, but yeah. the main problem is she started selling tickets in cities to, she planned a tour without, without having any venues. any venues. So she sells out all of these places, but none of them have venues. And so it's like, Hundreds of people at each one, scores of people at each one, each with each paying one hundred and sixty five, hundred and seventy dollars, which is great, which adds she's up. making a ton of money. Yeah, but she realized she doesn't have anywhere to put them. Right, and she also doesn't really know how to do this, so yes. she hires these hires. She gets these unpaid women off of Instagram to help her, which is funny. She's she not she's not paying them. them, but I guess she ends up paying them. I mean, this whole thing just literally falls apart. She yeah. decides no salads, then then people complain, oh, the salads are back. The the mm-hmm. mason jars she ends up bringing, but like I guess the mason jars, people, they, she did have one successful conference and they it was like mason jars with like wildflower seeds in them. Yeah. They didn't have the flower crowns. They just put like a flower in their hair. She like was only there for like an hour of the all day thing. It was just like a lot of, a lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot of unplanned things that it's like, 
if I didn't know the history of this girl, which I have a vague knowledge of because of the Who Weekly yeah. Facebook group, I would think this girl just got in over her head. It's not really a, like a, it's not really like a, she didn't mean to do this. It's just, it's really hard to plan this shit. And when you don't know what you're doing, it's easy just mm-hmm. to like have it all fall apart. She ends up at the end of this giving everyone their money back, quote unquote. Well, she although, did a few, she did a few locations. She did a couple of creative. But then I think she was workshops. like, I'm really sorry. I'm embarrassed because it got a lot of press. So she, she was just like, I'm canceling like, all of it. I'm blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But we never really talked about who she is. But so that's the reason, what's so fascinating about her. It's like her history. Her history isn't even that. I mean, I guess it's sort of fascinating. She was, she's an American, um, but then she transferred to Cambridge University, like in the middle of her college uh, path. And while she was there, she started a blog that like got popular where it was talking about like her life in Cambridge. And she made it out to be, she was like the, like this like Harry Potter Twilight yes. fanfic very, YA story like about twee. dating British guys. Mm. Very like. It was very twee. Very much in the bullseye of like what so people like This is read. what makes her famous on the internet. Um, famous Through it, she becomes an Instagram influencer. She she started blogging on Instagram. She would like to claim that she was like the first person to ever use Instagram as a blogging platform. Who knows if that's true or not? She was definitely in the first wave, but how also, can you prove Also, still a first? terrible blogging platform, yeah, by the awful, way. Yeah, awful, awful. Typing on that thing, imagine. Oof. Awful, awful, awful. I'm going to read awful. it. What a... She got a book deal that was worth half a million dollars that she ended up canceling. She couldn't do it. She, she was gave like, back a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. There's a lot of like little scams. I think what the the caller was alluding to was like the BuzzFeed article really only talked about this latest kind of thing and didn't really get into the idea that this girl is like a, kind of a serial scammer who mm-hmm. she kind of and by scammer on not you know firefest scammer kind of on a little bit of a lower level yeah. just like. You know, just very over... I, I Yeah, and I think this is a sort of a delicate thing to talk about. It almost... We were talking about this when we cut it from the first one. It almost <laughs> feels like punching down, even though I know that it's not. It's because I think that there is not... I don't think there's malicious intent here. I do think she thinks that she has something to give. I think that she's just, like, really young. I think she doesn't know... Yeah, I th- I think, though, a lot of people who might be following her story for a long time would disagree with you. They would be like, that she's been doing this forever. It is malicious and it is mm-hmm. manipulative. She's using her audience. And, like, the, she'd build up these mysteries. And then, like, the mystery would be like, I'm the proactive sponsor. Just kidding. But that in in terms of, right. like, that type of, like, let down and kind of just stringing along this mm-hmm. audience to, like, a point of nothing. Again, if you want to learn the whole history behind her, you're going to have to like go to the Who Weekly Facebook group and find the threads or some other Reddit or any other kind of like internet threads, message boards, because it's it's one of those things where it's like no one is actually really writing about it in terms of I you have to kind right, of you have to you have to you have to look at the entire tapestry of her of her social blogging career. But I will say I think the only thing that makes me feel less annoyed annoyed by her um then maybe I would, I don't even know who else, I don't even know who the, the other person is, is the fact that I feel like there's like a bit of shame in her. She was embarrassed by this. And I feel like some, there's a certain category of this kind of influencer who would immediately cry bullying, who would immediately cry like, how dare you do this to me? This is not someone who needs to be praised. Yeah. But I'm saying it could have gone a lot worse. And usually it does go a lot worse than this. But it is pretty wild that she was able to sell these tickets to an event that she didn't even have planned. This Pajiba piece that was also written by the girl who started the viral thread about her, Mm -hmm. Kaylee Donaldson, is funny because you get to kind of the end and she's kind of gone through a few of the things that she's done. And 
It says, you know, Carolina, no, Caroline Calloway is not the worst scammer on the internet. Plenty of people have been quick to tell me they don't think she's a real scammer, just an incompetent dolt who got in way over her yeah. head. But I'm not sure that option is much better. All the warning signs right. were there. It's, it's like, it's like she's an idiot. She behaved idiotically, yeah. I think is a better way of Okay, I'm it. sorry. I'm not trying to bully. I'm not trying well, to bully. Well, no, I, 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 I'm. People who follow her are like, are in deep. They've been following yeah. her for years. You yeah. know, you know, it's like, I, I mean, don't talk. give this person your money. But yeah. I mean, obviously who would, who it's so stupid. Yeah. It's really stupid. Yeah. Um, and, and whatever, just, just look it up. It's also one of the things it's so visual too. It's yeah, so look visual. It up, look the it way up. that she writes these Instagram stories and the way that she canceled it and the way that she was proud of her salads. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, it is kind of funny it's to wild. read. It's like, it's verbal acrobatics. Like she's fully falling over herself to be like, and I'm going to give you guys cucumbers. I'm going to give you guys string beans. I'm going to give you guys <laughs> kale. And I'm going to give you guys, it's like, I, what is this? Meanwhile, this is all framed around a creativity workshop that she offers no details yeah, about. Yeah, there's it's no like, creativity. what is the it's creativity like, what's your, workshop? Yeah, it's true. Next up. Hi, Who Weekly. Medium time, medium time. I just am wondering do you think that tarragon is the who of herbs? Like, everyone knows that basil is a them because when you say basil, you know what it tastes like. But I think tarragon is a who. What do you think? Who are the other who's and thems of fresh herbs? Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. We haven't done, like, a weird, like, weird niche I know, it's so annoying. Thing I will while. say I just thought of the biggest who of herbs. Who? Bay leaf. Bay leaf. Because yeah. it's like, what does it do? <laughs> well, yeah, they're the iconic, no one knows. The iconic Kelly Convoy. Yeah. Everyone's bay like, leaf. put in the bay leaf, and it's like, the bay leaf's like, put me in, and it's like, the bay leaf doesn't do anything. <laughs> Every time I think about bay leaves, I think of Kelly Convoy because it's like, I don't buy bay leaves anymore. No, because they don't do anything. <laughs> Everyone knows they don't do it. But anything. everyone's like, mm, you gotta add the bay leaf. And it's like, so, I like some, don't. Some smug, like, chef asshole will say, like, mm, well, you don't like it with the bay leaf? Well, then then you would you would notice if it if it weren't it's there. Like, it's I like, wouldn't. No, I, I wouldn't. promise you, I, promise I wouldn't. You. I'm, I'm going through just a list of popular herbs. You just, just Googled go popular herbs. List of herbs. Sure. List of herbs. This is such a subjective, Let's, I hate this shit. It's like a cultural list. I think that a lot of these are objective. So, well, objective for us as Americans who consume a lot of, like, uh, cuisines that are prominent in America. But like okay, even, this is ridiculous. Like yeah, even, yeah, yeah, whatever. But even like... Um, yes, please take this with a grain of salt, not a Take nerve. it with a huge grain of salt. Huge <laughs> grain of salt. Basil. Them. Them. Dill. Or basil. Dill. Them. Yeah, because it's a cream, in cream cheese. Parsley. Them. Them. But like very a very divisive them. Yeah. Thyme. A them. Them. For sure. Um... As I'm going through this also, I'm thinking of what the callers said, which is like, can I taste it? Or can I think of the taste when yeah. you say it? And for, for all of these, those, like rosemary, like, yes. Like all those. Mint. Else? Yes. Yeah. Sure. sure. Uh, I'm kind of skipping some of these. Oregano. For sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, blah, Hard blah, blah, to pronounce. Rosemary. Total Hard them. to pronounce them. Rosemary them. Marjoram. You know, actually, no. I don't know what it tastes like. Could not tell you what it tastes like. I don't know if I can like. tell you. Also, don't even know the type of food that I would add it to. Yeah. This is really showing my own ignorance. Turmeric is a root. Would you call it an herb? It's kind of hooey. Be- it's hooey, though. It's hooey, but it's in everything. Because it's trendy now. It's so trendy. Everyone's like, mm, turmeric. But also, this is a very regional, like, this is a very regional cultural thing. Yes, like, this is an American In certain who. parts of the world, like, turmeric, like, everyone's number like, it's one. like, number one. Then. I know, right now, but it's trendy, yeah. Um, caraway. Those, it's a seed. See, this is difficult. Who? Who? But I will, I must say, I had, yeah. another obvious who on this list, tarragon, just like the caller said. Tarragon. I don't know what tarragon tastes like. No. What about like cumin? Them. Lemongrass? 
Bay leaf. Them, there's bay leaf. Them. Bay leaf is such a is who. Is this boring? Yes. I'm bored. This is done. I'm so bored thinking about it. But I think the bay leaf is who. Who? Tarragon. Bay leaf. Marjoram? Turmeric. Turmeric. Marjoram. Also, whatever. Bay leaf is the biggest who. It doesn't do anything. Hi, I'm a teen. Um, just a headline that said Gigi Hadid slams Postmates for their poor customer service. Can you please tell me what in the deviled eggs is going on? Excuse me? Um, you don't get to call and say I'm a teen if you're not a teen. I know you're not a teen. The other one who called and said you're a teen, I said I would answer calls by teens. I don't think you're a teen. Please don't lie to me. I can tell. I know what a teen sounds like. You're not a teen. Before we get into it, I was trying to find the article you were talking about. So when you said Gigi Hadid slams Postmates. And yeah, it's on Oh No They Didn't. Gigi Hadid slams Postmates by saying they have the worst customer service. Blah, 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 blah. But I didn't type Postmates. I was just like, I'm going to find this article quickly by Gigi typing in Gigi Hadid, Gigi Hadid slams. slams. And what else did she you, slam? Gigi Hadid has been slamming what for years. What else did she slam? <laughs> Gigi Hadid slams trolls who say her relationship with Zayn Malik is ellipsis. Gigi Hadid slams account that says her relationship with Zayn is whatever. Gigi Hadid slams body shamers calling her too skinny. Gigi Hadid slam slams body shamers and denies drug rumors. Gigi Hadid slams fan on Instagram and calls her relationship fake. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. Gigi Hadid slams critic who say that she is successful because of her mother. Oh my god. She's like a wrestler. She's, She's doing a slamming left and right. Slamming Gigi Hadid. That's, Slam- that's what we call Slamming Gigi. So Gigi Hadid slammed Postmates, which means she tweeted Postmates p- very publicly that they had bad customer service. Not just one tweet, three tweets. And here's what I have to say about that. Number one, Bella Hadid is probably like, excuse me, I'm still getting paid. Bella Hadid's <laughs> like ringing the doorbell with the devil eggs and being like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, your devil eggs are here. Maybe Bella was the one delivering the eggs and she didn't, was providing the bad customer service. God, I'm not even looking at the photo, but in that, thinking of that Bella Hadid photo holding the Postmates deviled eggs is the funniest thing I can think of right it's now. It's still one oh of the funnier God. things that we've been covered doing this podcast, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, but right? anyway. It made no sense. It let's, was fully... Let's discuss why this is bullshit. Also, let's just discuss, let's like make a rule. New rules. New rule. Dua Lipa. Dua, Dua Peep new rule. If you are famous, you do not get to complain about customer service. No. I'm sorry. Unless, you barely get a Unless if you're, you're not assaulted famous. or murdered, you do not get to complain about customer service. No, never. There never, is never, not never, 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 a reason never. I can think of unless you are, unless there's a criminal offense, criminal in the court of law, even if, even if there is, you are barred. You're you don't banned. get to, no complaining about airplanes. No complaining about food delivery. No complaining about restaurants. No complaining about anyone at any museum that treats you anyway. No complaining about what else can I think? What else do you do? You can't go to the su- if anyone at the supermarket. No complaining about you anyone who works there. Anything. Anything. You do not get to complain. Sorry. Customer no. service never complain. No, sorry. You don't get to complain. People who aren't famous probably shouldn't complain either. If you're famous and rich, you no don't complaining. Complain about customer service. No, no complaining. especially Postmates. Especially Postmates, no. which is a service for like the the laziest service possible. Like, like if I had free Postmates, you bet your ass I'd use it all the time. Because who doesn't want free deviled eggs delivered right to your door? Remember we did promo for them. Yeah, normally stop giving us money. So I know. guess what? It's sad I missed my Postmates. Um, but as a I'm rich person, you can't like... complain about like getting your food no. late. No, no, no. Go somewhere else. 
No, but it's not even about go somewhere else. It's just like it's a, it's, it's, it's a really it's, it's like when Martha did the Uber, the Uber complaining. Remember yes, she complained about the, the inside of her dirty. Uber. No, it's it's, it's just really, really really punching down. Talking about punching down. It's, it's punching really down, bad. Yeah. It makes you look really bad, and like it's just not necessary. You're famous. If you reached out personally to Postmates, if you reached out personally to Uber and said your piece, you would you could be effective. You, would, you do not need to tweet it publicly. No. The reason why people tweet at airlines is because no they one's paying attention. Shit. No, no one's paying attention to them. They're getting ignored. Yeah, but they're but they know that's the only way they can get anything done. Is that's what I'm what saying. I'm saying. Like, if you're famous, you say to your publicist, assistant, whatever, hey, can you reach out to Postmates? Yeah. Like this is a terrible experience. Mm-hmm. Like I really blah blah blah. Having no sense of what it's like to be less less privileged than yourself is like complaining about Postmates, where you're like, why does this? Like, why am I not getting my thing on time? Like, why am I not getting? And also, my, just like, frame it like. I'm just doing this for the other Postmates customers. It's like, shut the fucking fuck up. So yeah, new rule. One, don't pick up the phone and complain about Postmates. So how many rules are there a new rule? One, two, three. So it's four. It's only three. It's only three rules. This is actually rule number four. This is four. 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 Don't complain about customer service if you're famous. Dua Lipa. New rules remix. It's true. She's like, there's a fourth rule in town. <laughs> hi, Bobby. Hi, Lindsay. As much as it pains me to do this, I have to do this. You, uh, I'm going to quote you here. You said that the footage from Lohan's Mykonos reality show would never see the light of day, and that show will never be on TV. And yet, it premiered on Tuesday. What are your thoughts? Did you watch? Uh, my God, I hope you watched. Love you. Look, for I'm pretty sure I'm the one who said that, and honestly, <laughs> I said it too. Though I don't have to get, I don't have to get as dark as 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 I could, but I was not expecting a positive outcome, let alone a finished show from this. Okay, let's and let's be fair. If there were if there were odds on this, like official Vegas odds, we would be a betting. We we would be the ones like. Our odds would have been... <laughs> Lindsay trying to figure out how odds work. <laughs> like, don't look at me. I don't know how odds work. I'm just saying, like, we would be in the more... <laughs> you do not look at me. I do not know how odds work. The odds were the high. The odds, odds were high. Our opinion, the odds were high. Like, that it wasn't going to happen. Yes. Like, it, okay. it happened. It was against all odds for this show to have aired. Thank you for using odds. There we go. I don't really know how odds but, work. But... Two to one. I'm still not watching it because I find the entire thing to be like too bleak for words. So I started it and then I read Ellie piece on it and I was like, I can't do this. Like it, it, it makes me, it gives me, and this is not, and and as, as, as often as I tend to exaggerate, like watching that show really gave me like a physical reaction. I was like, this is really fucked up. Lindsay Lohan's uh, beach vacation adventure, whatever it's called, is a, a clear, Vanderpump Rules inspired show. She said it many times. She wants to be Lisa Vanderpump. But oh, the thing oh about Vanderpump Rules is that it's perfect and it makes this show, compared to this show, it's basically The Godfather. Like it, it you know, it's it's what the West Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This show, they import all of these kind of foolish Americans to create fake drama. It's so clear that they really don't need to work there. They don't really work there. But like mm-hmm. this, 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 uh, it's their job now. the drama is like the job stuff. This is even worse than that. It's mm-hmm. like Lindsay is like, do your job 
and they're like, we're crazy, but they're doing it for the show. Yeah. So it's like this weird thing where it's Vanderpump like clearly- started as something authentic, sort of authentic. This just starts from nowhere. Yeah. Lindsay's barely, she's not really in it. When she is, she like makes no well, sense. Lindsay she... started as an imitation, which is the problem. Where are you from? I'm from Detroit originally. Um, I just moved back to Denver a year ago. You know, I need to spread my wings and you know, whatever, like explore. Are you like Buddhist a little bit? No. You sound it. Really? Spread my wings my and fly, Lindsay. I'm gonna fly. Religious, very religious. I'm religious in the sense of meditation. I do it three times a day. This is my own personal religion and the space that I need to then function myself. I'm you gonna really watch you really closely. Okay. Because you're so religious. My family's very religious. Oh, I mean, the I'm story changes. She just like is not fun to watch. Like Lisa Vanderpump is cunning and she has like little comebacks and she's sure of herself and she you know and Lindsay is not that character as much as she would like to be and I don't feel like I'm not giving her credit or something by saying this it's very clear when you watch her that this person has been through so much and this is like not a good place for them to be yeah and it would it would almost be forgivable or easier to watch if you got any sense that Lindsay wanted to be doing this you know, like where it's like, at least like if she's not good at it, at least she seems to be having a good time. She's not. But she doesn't look like she's enjoying it. She well, looks funny. like it's she, like, like it's a, it's a terrible chore. So she told this story. There's been many press things that I've watched because almost the press things are almost more interesting oh, than the show oh, itself. They're, they're really worse. Oh, yeah. She's talking to uh, Andy, Cohen Andy Cohen or something. And she says, goes, you know, do you still talk to Oprah? And she's like, yeah, all the time. I text Oprah about Mykonos, blah, blah, blah. I was telling her. And then she says to Oprah told me, whatever you do, don't go to Mykonos before you're shooting the show. Because Oprah is like smart. She's mm-hmm. like, this is a party place. This is this is where there's drinking. Like you should not be around drinking. You should not be around mm-hmm. partying. Like go whatever. Be in a professional setting only. Yeah. And yeah. Lindsay did not listen. She went. You know, this is someone who is so un out of touch with reality that she says repeatedly that Dubai is a safe place. She's like, I love Dubai because it's a safe place. You have to be so in a bubble, in solitary mm-hmm. to not understand that Dubai is not a safe, like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's like, it is known for being like, being gay is illegal in yeah. Dubai. People go to jail for I like, mean, we talked about for kissing Gigi in public. Ho- we talked about Gigi being apprehended in Dubai. Gigi gorgeous. Oh, that whole thing. I mean, that's not like supposed to be like anti the people who live yeah. there, FYI. That's just like literally the laws there are fucked up. That's okay. just her not understanding like political climates anywhere. She's like, it's safe because there's no paparazzi. It's like, okay, you are just fully out to lunch. So yeah. yes, watching that show is is bleak. If you watch it, I guess I don't blame you. It's like there is a fascination with Lindsay Lohan. I'd much rather watch Celebrity Big Brother with Dina Lohan. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Do I want to watch either? No, but if you had, if you locked me up and made me choose one, I'd be like, I'll take Celebrity Big Brother any day. Yeah. And anyway. also, I'd much rather watch like Siesta Key or like Flora Bama Shore Flora or whatever. Bama Shore, like, give yeah. me one of those like crazy ass shows, Jersey Shore, Family Vacation, whatever, which did get dark, but like, what's this is nice? Too dark. What's nice though? The I will say the one good thing about Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club is that. What was it on the blast or page six where they were like she, she paid, paid back her taxes? She paid her, her back taxes. taxes. And she then, had to pay them to come it. into the country. That's why she did it. It's wild. She, had, she, she got paid, her money. She owed a hundred thousand dollars. She paid it so you could come to the United States and do press for this yes. show. I think MTV was just like, we'll pay it. We'll pay it. We'll yeah. pay it I wonder you. how the ratings are doing. I'm sure the first episode got, a, got good ratings. We'll oh, see she's what so happens. Hard to watch. She's well, so hard to watch. Emily K texted Lindsay. When was the last time you talked to Oprah Winfrey? 
um, four weeks, a month ago. Really? Yeah. What do you talk about? I asked her if she wanted to come to me. Oh, right. <laughs> what did she say? Next summer. What did she, she said, say? She said, yes, let's talk in a month. Oh my God. <laughs> well, guess what? It's a month. Um, well. So with that, we're done for the week. We are gonna go to sleep in LA because it's late and it's rainy and it's sad. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly. Come to our live shows next week and the week after in LA, San Francisco, Portland, Denver, and Seattle. <laughs> there we go. Seattle, yes. us. It's going to be great. Um, and I think that's it. That's it. So we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch Roswell, New Mexico, Tuesdays at 9, 8 central or anytime on the free CW app. Bradley Cooper's a visionary director.